February 11th, Matthew chapter 26, verse 69, through chapter 27, verse 14. Meanwhile, as Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, a servant girl came over and said to him, You were one of those with Jesus the Galilean. But Peter denied it in front of everyone. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Later, out by the gate, another servant girl noticed him and said to those standing around, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it, this time with an oath. I don't even know the man, he said. A little later, some other bystanders came over to him and said, You must be one of them. We can tell by your Galilean accent. Peter said, I swear by God, I don't know the man. And immediately the rooster crowed. Suddenly Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went away, crying bitterly. Very early in the morning, the leading priests and other leaders met again to discuss how to persuade the Roman government to sentence Jesus to death. Then they bound him and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, realized that Jesus had been condemned to die, he was filled with remorse. So he took the thirty pieces of silver back to the leading priests and other leaders. I have sinned, he declared, for I have betrayed an innocent man. What do we care? they retorted. That's your problem. Then Judas threw the money onto the floor of the temple and went out and hanged himself. The leading priests picked up the money. We can't put it in the temple treasury, they said, since it's against the law to accept money paid for murder. After some discussion, they finally decided to buy the potter's field, and they made it into a cemetery for foreigners. That is why the field is still called the Field of Blood. This fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah that says, They took the thirty pieces of silver, the price at which he was valued by the people of Israel, and purchased the potter's field, as the Lord directed. Now Jesus was standing before Pilate, the Roman governor. Are you the king of the Jews? the governor asked him. Jesus replied, Yes, it is as you say. But when the leading priests and other leaders made their accusations against him, Jesus remained silent. Don't you hear the many charges against you, Pilate demanded? But Jesus said nothing, much to the governor's great surprise. Chosen. You are God's chosen. You are chosen. God chose you even if you don't want to accept it. Even if you don't want to accept it, He chose you because He loves you with an everlasting love. Before God created the foundations of the earth, He chose you. For He knew you before your mother and father first ever crossed paths. You are not a mistake. You are not an accident. You're not a blunder or a miscalculation. You are chosen. You are loved. He watches over you. He is your protector that neither sleeps nor slumbers. You are loved. The hairs on your head are numbered. 
not counted but numbered. Even if they were to be counted, that would show his love and attention for you. But to tell you that they're numbered means that if one hair was to fall out, God will be able to tell you that that is hair number 4,442. You are loved. You are loved. Never forget that. Your fingerprints are vastly different to anyone else's fingerprints on earth. God never repeated your fingerprints on anyone else. You are uniquely created. You're fearfully and wonderfully made, distinctly different from anybody else past, present or future. No one has ever walked on this earth with the same gifts and talents and anointing on their life as you. You are loved. Even in your mistakes, God loves you. Even in your bad decisions, God loves you. You are loved. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You are protected. You are divinely protected. Nothing can touch you. Look around the room you are in right now. You may not be able to see it, to see what's around you. But believe me when I tell you there are angels all around you to protect you, to guard you, to lead you, to comfort you. From the moment you were born, God assigned his angels to protect you. Psalm 91 verse 11, for he will give his angels charge concerning you, to guard you, to guide you in all your ways. Luke 4 verse 10, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. You are precious to God. He loves you. And this is what God is saying to you in this moment. I love you so much. I chose you. Not Billy, not Holly, but I chose you. I love you more than you could ever understand or know. Even in the days you walked as a child right through to an adult. So many things I have kept from harming you. I've kept you and you wouldn't even know it. I've guided you in moments and you didn't even know it. I've stopped so many things to happen in your life that you had no idea was about to happen. But you would never know it. I was with you. Even in your darkest hours in your life, I was there. When the nights were long, I was there. Because I am the same God yesterday, today, and forever. I am a keeper of my word, and I say it. I will never leave you, neither will I ever forsake you. Have faith in that. You are my child. You are precious to me. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you, I will never forsake you.